Welcome to another episode of the Fanzone Podcast. Your home for all things Bolton Wanderers, up the trotters, the Northwest's number one podcast. Good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome to another episode of the Fan Zone Podcast, episode 47. A little bit of a sombre mood in the uh, virtual studio this evening. Um, obviously, following a relatively very, very, very disappointing uh, home performance against Wigan Athletic. It's graceful. Uh, not that. Yeah, well, there's uh, there's lots of superlatives we could use, I'm sure. There's just not much else to say, is there? It was a, a poor performance and um, yeah, it's a, a podcast that we're all really excited to do. So, so without we're further ado, we'll get stuck in. We're reluctant to do, aren't we, Ben? We're reluctant to do. That's, that's the way I feel anyway. But, yeah. you know. I think we have a, a job to perk you all up as best we can and look at the bigger picture. Yeah. We can not. try. We can try. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to happy clap. Don't. Don't. No. <laughs> don't get that idea in your head. Because well, I'm sure uh, a few of us know, have, been, have, been, have been branded happy clappers in the past. <laughs> I just, that won't be happening on this podcast. No, no. No, you'll see it for real. I, I, I'd just like to... Pick up on Paddy's comment in the chat. Nice to have Phil Foden hosting. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that, Paddy, you said exactly the same thing whilst before we came on air. Yeah. Uh, like a, a, a slightly chubbier version of Phil Foden. Oh, Colin. <laughs> wow. And on that note, we will get stuck into our post match reaction. So yeah, a, uh, a disappointing, whatever you, however you want to phrase it, it was uh, it was pretty naff, weren't it, uh, Chris? I'm not even going to give you my thoughts on it. <laughs> Just hand us straight over to you. Fire away. Tell us what you thought, Chris. Shit. <laughs> the end. Game <laughs> end off. Um. I don't even know where, where to start unpacking that. It was awful um, from minute one to minute 100 and whatever it was. It was dreadful. We didn't turn up. But you've got to give, as much as it pains me, you've got to give an immense amount of credit to Wigan um, for deploying a game plan that was to the letter and didn't allow us to play. We didn't try and play. We didn't show any fight. We didn't show any spirit. We didn't show any organisational skills. We didn't show anything. The only player who can come out of it with any positive, if you can say it, um, is Kyle Dempsey. Um, Mendez Gomez showed flashes when he came on, as did Magoma, but it's not what a derby game is all about. About blood and thunder, it's about absolutely putting your mark down early doors, and I think that was. And I'm not, I'm not, I ain't going to go down the road, the route of, of isolating and, and singling players out because as a collective, they were shite. Um, but the tone was set. There was a there was a, a Randall Williams 50 50 very early in the game that he just didn't even. He didn't even put his foot in. He just waved it around three yards away from the ball. Um, and that, for me, got me thinking, hang on a minute. No. And lo and behold. Yeah, it, it mapped out as I thought it would do, and we were shocking. Yeah, Dan Sumner has, has agreed exactly with what you've just said, uh, saying Randall and Iredale set the tone in the first five minutes. Um, think, just on that note of pulling out of tackles. I think it's important for us not... Sorry to Chris, I know it's your segment, Bob. It's important for us not to target individuals in terms of the performances, such as Iredale, such as Randall Williams, or such as whoever it is individually that people seem to be marking out. 
every single one of them, including Carl Dempsey. I'm not even I'm not even going to say that he deserves any form of credit because none of them do, and that's the key to it. Not one single player yesterday deserves any form of credit whatsoever for the performances. Um, and that goes, yeah, from top to bottom, from the keeper up to the, up to the front line. They were absolutely abysmal. The, the very basics that you expect for a footballer at some league level, or even as a child when you first start playing football, is to try and, and, and not shirk out of challenges. Because when you do that, often you can get yourself injured with what you taught when you were a kid. There was absolutely no no effort whatsoever. It was an absolutely disgraceful, disgraceful performance um, and an and embarrassing performance. But as Chris said before, you have to give credit to Wigan. They were absolutely fantastic. There's no two ways about it. And it doesn't even pay me to say it, to be honest. And, and it was, the, the whole game, from our perspective, was borderline. I, I was actually laughing at half-time, believe it or not. Because it, it got to the stage where you laugh or cry because it was just absolutely woeful. Um, I think it highlighted again how much that fixture means to that club more than it does ours. Um, that's evident. They just want it more. It means more to them. You know, we're, it's as simple as that. Historically, you know the difference between the two clubs, but that's a lot of irrelevance and a lot of bollocks, really, if you look at it. Mm. And they just want it more. And they wanted it more. And they always do. They always do want it more. Um and it's an attitude thing. I mean, we can go on all day with this. And as I said, when I tried taking the piss out of uh, Ben before, we're trying to perk you up a little bit. But wow, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting annoyed again thinking about it. I actually forgot about it. <laughs> it's no, uh, it's certainly yeah. a, t- a tough one to take. Um, I think it does have to be given to Wigan. Um, you know, it's... Never nice giving credit to any team that comes in and plays you off the park, you know, least of all when it's a local derby, but they were a strong side. Um, probably proved or will prove a lot of people wrong this season. See, I disagree with it, Ben. I, I disagree that they're a strong side. They just wanted it more. There's no you, know what, you know what, though? You, I saw that and the game looked like that and I don't want to, I don't want to go into stats because... At this stage, and after what yesterday, it's pretty irrelevant. But believe it or not, if you look at success rate in duels, it was exactly 50-50. Believe it or not, I can't, I can't believe that stat because I thought as a collective, we shirked so many duels, but seemingly the facts don't lie, 50-50. Happy for note on the day, but those are the facts. We we did a really good job at making them look better than they are. They yeah. they had yeah. us they had us sussed out from ball one. They'd done their own work. We don't ever change our style of play in hard to work us out. And they targeted the wing back. It's like they nullified anything. There was no. Everything we did well against Fleetwood, we just were terrible at. On Saturday, we forgot we forgot our game. They just ran the show, and it, it's really disheartening when you. For me, why Georgie T didn't get off the bench? I don't know. I think he would have. He'd, at least he has a bit of fire in his belly, you know. For those sort of matches, he he puts everything on that. He leaves everything on that pitch, and I just he just got everything wrong. From it's from Ian. It ain't from the goalkeeper. It's from Ian all the yeah. way through the team. It's on all of them. The weird thing is, for me, is that, I mean, look at the game and look at the last time we got beat 4-0 at home, which was obviously against Wigan. Two completely different teams, two completely different sets of circumstances, an identical result. But for me, the way that we conceded all four of those goals, bar one of them maybe, was exactly the same. Defensive frailty, players running into enormous pockets of space that we that we left for them. They were the goals were they were mirror images of, of last time, but the two completely different teams and two completely different circumstances. How, how, is that, how does that happen? And I think you, what you just said there, Ange, is exactly right. They they targeted the style of play that we have, the way we set up, which we don't change, and exploited it. And it was exactly the same last time. People 
say, oh, it's because we had Harry Brockbank and we had Joel Dixon and we had whoever. Mm, which is what we were saying before the game, weren't we, Furness? Yeah, it, it makes no difference if your yeah. players aren't set up correctly. You can have whichever player you want in those positions. If they're not doing what they should be doing, then the same outcome will occur. And that's exactly what we saw yesterday. There's nobody was doing what they should be. None of them did what no. they should do. No. There's an element of of um, arrogance, I think, that's yeah. stemmed from Ian Everett, which you don't ordinarily mind, even if you lose, you know, sl you know, slightly by by one or whatever it is. Changing your style of play and you change your DNA for anybody isn't really the right thing to do. But I think it hurts more when we obviously lost in the manner in which we did to. To our rivals, mm. I think we could just put that to bed. By the way, I, I didn't even comment on Twitter last week in that conversation. Are they our rivals? Are they not our rivals? Yeah. Whether you like it or not, the here and now of it is they're in the same league as us, and they're five minutes up the road. Yeah. It's a derby. It's a derby. Yeah, which yeah. is another word for for rivalry. So whether you like yeah. it or not, they are. Um, and if you're telling me that you can look at Twitter or whatever now and accept what you're getting off their fans and think it, it and think you're comfortable with it, then I think that tells you all you need to know. Um, so <sighs> I mean, credit to the, tw the, the the people that are in the live tonight. Oh, no, surprisingly <laughs> active, yeah. I'll obviously, ben, ben, can we delve into them, please? Yep, I've got some that I'm going to go through. Uh, David Green actually said before, he said, massive respect for putting episode 47 on. It's appreciated. Uh, and I actually just wanted to say it's appreciated that you all actually bothered to tune in. Yeah, um, massively, uh, seriously. Uh, I anybody we're going to turn up. Fully enough, what, when we were talking about it earlier, Colin actually posted, when we said, said about tonight's pod, Colin posted a video of Tumbleweed. Um, <laughs> and I think that was... <laughs> Her expectation. So no, genuinely. Yeah. After that yesterday. Because so most of us just want to forget it now, don't we? You want to forget it even happened, but of course we do. Yeah. Of course we do. But yeah, we're all the same, aren't we? We all hurt the same. You, you know what we were talking before about the way that we, we, we were set up, and and obviously it stems from that, which of course it does. But things that annoyed me yesterday was the things that ordinarily we're the really good at. You know, your short, intricate passing, your movement off the ball, um, your, 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 the tactical notes that, notes that they all seem to have obviously inherited and, and, and picked up from Ian Ever. They didn't have any of that. Like the balls they were playing to each other were shit. They were bobbly. They were behind them. They were in front of them. Were, yeah. Do you get what I mean? And it was just... Was it nervous? We had 63% we had possession again, though. And I, and I think... I'm not saying that that's a good thing because it... That was nothing. Didn't translate to anything, did it? Did it? But no, but uh, and that's and that's the thing. It just I think that sums up what you're saying there, Colin. That we had so much possession and didn't do anything with it. Nothing. I can't think of anything that we did apart from the Cogley chance right at the beginning of the second half that actually had an output that actually resulted mm. anything that could have done anything to affect the game. Oh, yeah, it's dreadful. If it was it was a carbon copy of performances that we'd seen last season where we have a lot of the ball but cannot do anything with it. I mean, I think we had 20 shots but four on target, which is just... We, yeah, we've hampered funny. ourselves with it so many times last season where we every single episode it felt like we were saying we have lots of the ball but we just weren't good enough with it. Speaking, it was too... Yeah. Sorry, speaking of shots on goal, Ben... Obviously, one of our, our well, our, our best goal scorer in terms of output is obviously Dion Charles. But I don't think even if he were playing yesterday, it would have made any difference. I see people saying, oh, Dion Charles didn't play yesterday, yada, yada, yada. And I get the fact that obviously he starts to press well and he never stops, etc., etc. But I just think the way that they targeted us, the fullbacks, when our wingbacks are like that, really, up, practically up front. And the, yeah. the left and right side of centre half are getting bullied. Why yeah. not? Why did it drop in and, and, and effectively 
cover the mates, which is essentially what they needed to do yesterday because of the way that they were getting bullied by Charlie Wyke and, and their two wingers is beyond me. So whether whether Dion Charles played yesterday or not would have made absolutely no difference. I don't whatsoever. think he would. I don't think no. he did, and it would have never no. I think there's an argument to say that obviously we, we depend from the front and Dion instigates that. But when you're so abjectly poor, one player does not make a difference to that. Maybe. No, he's not turning that side around yesterday. No, nowhere. He's no. good, but bloody no. hell. Well, they were very direct. Well, they were very direct, and that's what we were struggling against. So essentially, the ball would have just been over Dion's head all, all afternoon anyway. Yeah. So it wouldn't have been able to impact, yeah. impact the game as he would do. I wouldn't have thought. No. No, it would have. Uh, it would have been a challenge for any footballer at any level to come into that side yesterday and 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 change the game around. Um, but back to the the viewers. Um, yeah, like we said before, on paper there was. Absolutely no reason for you to tune into tonight's episodes. So thanks to everyone that actually has done. Um, Tom summarised it pretty well. He said he feels hungover and he's not even had alcohol, um, which is yeah. a, a pretty good summary. Um, Paddy said, I'm keen to hear what you all think of this. Uh, he said, forget yesterday, local embarrassment again, but three dominating performances from four, uh, obviously nine out of a possible 12 points and obviously the cup win against Barrow and he said on we go to Burton on at least a summer pitch mm. um, obviously Burton is up next and we'll touch a little bit more on that fixture specifically in your section Cole but and it's difficult to look at the bigger picture but is there is there something in, in what Paddy's saying uh, oh, to yeah. just yeah. I mean I, I mean I, I, Certainly for the players, how quickly does this need to be just not brushed under the carpet, um, but moved on from? Well, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a massive test, Ben, isn't it? Like, obviously, we we hammered Port, um, Plymouth last season at Wembley, and they reacted by going winning the league, and they didn't. I don't think they lost after we beat them four 0 at Wembley, which is obviously is as as big as embarrassment as that yesterday. Um, so this this is essentially a test to the players, in it to see how they react. Um, but yeah, it's 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 imperative. Obviously, it's imperative that they do because the pressure will be on um, next week. We don't we don't lose. We learn. <laughs> you got one in. <laughs> <laughs> I, for me, so I know there's a there's a lot of outrage at the minute that none of them have come to apologise on social media. Um, for well, me, we... they need to do that with the feet. They need to do that. Yeah, can we part they, that? They need to do that. Yeah. They need to do that by by turning it around and putting that to bed yeah. immediately yeah. and rectifying got, um, that horrendous display from yesterday. We've got a big section on that later <laughs> from the fans' feedback. Um, it was a, co a real common theme through a lot of the feedback about the whole social media bit. So, yeah, but you're right, exactly. Indeed. Uh, indeed, it was a, a shameful performance, but one I think we've got to move on from. Uh, and, and Burton, yeah, improvement in the performance is, is absolutely essential. I don't think anything else can be can be said on that. Just before we do head into our preview of the Burton Albion game, though, uh, we'd just like to say a huge thank you to our headline sponsor for the 2023-24 season, which is, of course, Eco Warm Windows. For those of you who haven't heard so far, um, they are sponsoring us, and we are very, very grateful for that. If you would like to hear more about our sponsors or find out more about Eco One Windows, and if you head over to our website, which is www.thefanzonepod.co.uk, you will find out all about our sponsors, uh, sort of what they do, who they are, uh, and you can check that out over on our website. Ben. So 
So guess who gets to take this section? <laughs> can, we, can we can we just talk more about our sponsors instead? This yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my, oh, but the wonderful things that they do. I think it's really, Eco warm windows and doors. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's a really really good time to install new windows in your house coming into winter. Obviously, definitely. You know, you got all the events coming up soon, like Christmas and stuff like that. So the DT clothing, there's a lot of class clothing. Obviously, you've got fantastic. Get some food. new blinds for your new Get windows. New exactly, got some <laughs> new blinds, and yeah, we've got some really good sponsors, a lot of good stuff. And I'd rather yes. much talk about them than than, than yeah. And if you if you don't fancy watching football like you did yesterday, stay in the fan zone and eat Sushma's food. Yes. What more could you want? Yeah, so let's skip, skip, to the next, skip to the next segment, please, Ben. Best nams around. You're going to make us do this, aren't you? Yeah. I am. No. I am. Are you? Yeah, yeah actually. Yeah. You're going to have to pick one out of that 11 yesterday. Um, yeah. And give someone credit for, for something. I, I can't miss it out. We've done that too many times in past episodes. We could, well, there's only, there's it. only for me, there's only one, it's Dempsey. Yeah. With any sort of credit, credibility. Yeah. Well. Best of a battle. who are you giving your man a match award to? It's absolutely, completely irrelevant. Completely irrelevant. It's, I probably say it's the most irrelevant thing I said all day, and I spout a lot of SHIT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure do. Um, you know what? I'm going to be a little bit um, away from the norm. I'm going to give it to uh, Carlos Mendes Gomez because I thought when he came on, um, he, he was the only little bit of spark from an attacking, press, attacking perspective that we had. Um, and not only that, obviously, he's a new player as well, and we all know how, how long it takes new, new lads to kind of hit the ground running with us. and you can kind of see, obviously, that he's been working hard on that. So, yeah, um, yeah, I like I like the look of him when he came on. He he, he sparked something. Um, so yeah, that's that's my thoughts. But yeah, completely irrelevant. Mark and Michael actually agreed with you uh, in the comments in the live chat. They uh, they both said that that Gomez was, uh, I suppose, the best of a bad bunch. Is that I'm gonna go with um, Andrew Ashworth, floppy the Lost lion type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't Always man of the match. Chris, Chris, who's yours? Dempsey. <laughs> Smile, come on. <laughs> you know what, 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 what I wouldn't mind saying, actually, speaking of man of the match, I'd, I'd actually like to give credit to the referee yesterday because although he probably could have maybe booked a few of their players' early doors for some, you know, bad challenges, they weren't bad challenges. They just wanted it more. And mm -hmm. I think he... If we, if, if our lads have shown half, half of the amount of effort that, that them lot did, then we're probably talking about a different game now. Um, mm. And credit to the referee for actually let, trying to let the game flow a little bit. Yeah, which he's is, the money. Yeah, what he yeah we're all right. In, in a derby, yeah. so I was a bit frustrated with some of them because I thought, mm, you know, you you could you got let you know one or two of them get away with, with quite a few challenges, but fair play to them because yeah, there was a mention. Yeah. I think Mark's mentioned it. Um, I think it was Humphreys. But you know what? Whilst there may there may have been a yellow card in there, like you said, Cole, I'd like to see one of them from one of our players. I'd have loved to see us get a yellow card yesterday for a, for a shitty challenge. Oh, absolutely! I loved it because we were miles away from doing that, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. Indeed, indeed, we were. I think my. Um... Award, if you if we can call it that, this week goes to your, your uh, haircut. Yeah. Shout out to my barber. Um, yeah, Kyle. I think yeah, the only one that comes even remotely close. Uh, Mendes Gomez. I did think actually when he came on was positive, but was yeah, not much to choose from really, is there? Well, I think if, if if something needs to cheer you up, then that picture will at least warn it like every single time. Yes, every time. Absolutely. Yeah. I want it on a big billboard, you know what I mean? You know, massive advertising <laughs> billboard right in the middle of town. Yeah, we'll get new screens in the ground. We'll put it on one of them. <sighs> we'll, be behind, we'll be behind back of Subway. Um, yeah. Behind North Stand, there's, a, there's an old sponsor there that don't need to be there anymore. I'll stick that up yeah. there. Get it off. <laughs> anyway, Burton next week. It's time for a reaction. 
Um, all I would say is if you are umming and ahhing over going, because I think there's probably a handful of tickets left, and you were sat on the fence, and obviously Saturday made you decide otherwise, go anyway because it's time for a, a reaction, and, and unfortunately, they're going to need us to help them get that reaction. And obviously, I'm kind of glad in a way that it's not at home this next game, um, because I think obviously our away fans are well. They're worth a wet and gold, aren't they, really, in the most part? Except the few, one or two idiots, but you get that with every fan base, I guess. Um, so yeah, get behind them. Um, we need we need a we need a reaction. I think having Dion Charles back will obviously help that. Um, because I think he's a gobby little bugger on the pitch, which helps the lads as well. Um and uh, yeah, I'm kind of glad it's it's against Burton, to be honest, because I think we should have a lot of the ball and hopefully pick up a win because we're going to need it yeah, to stop any potential ruts. Like I said before, I think obviously, you know, after us battering Plymouth, the way they reacted, we need to take a leaf out of their book and effectively react exactly the same um, to help our season move forward. What are your thoughts on it, guys and girls? Yeah, absolutely. It needs an instant reaction. Burton are currently sat bottom, not that it means much at this point. And the point comes from a nil-nil with Wickham. So we need to go and we need to be spanking and we need to get it job done first half. Thank you very much. Back to winning ways. Ben? Yeah, I don't think there's anything else to add to that. Um, I, I, I actually can't see us not picking up three points as abysmal as we were against Wickham. Uh, against Wigan, I cannot see us dropping points against Burton. After the way we've played, if there were an element of doubt in the performances against Lincoln, Cheltenham uh, and Fleetwood, then I'd be concerned. But how good we were in those games, albeit against relatively poor sides, you know, credit to Fleetwood, I think that they're a better side than they showed on, on Tuesday. But... After we'd started so positively, I failed to see us dropping points. Um, I think we've got it in us to to, to bounce back. Um, and I'll be very surprised and actually quite concerned if we don't, I think. Just to just to add, before Chris says his part, I think yesterday highlighted to me once again, and I've said it all summer, how important it is that we get somebody in this CDM role or central defensive midfield position that's a bit of a shit house to be honest. Somebody's going to put the foot in and break up play and do the nasty work against nasty teams. And my only concern going into Burton is is they're going to look at that yesterday and know exactly how to set up. And we're lacking again. I said it last season. I said it. I said it in the summer. I don't know why we've not addressed it. We're, we're, we're missing that bite in midfield that. B-Tech version of Abdullahi Fair, for those of you who are old enough to remember how good he was in that position. Um, we need that. So um, my question is to the chat and to you guys, is are we done in the transfer window yet? And do you reckon we could go and get the lad from Everton who played us in the, <laughs> the pre-season? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. That bit's yeah, yeah, right. a bit of a unit in, isn't it? But that type, of, that type of player, no, right. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Six, I hope six we're not done. Effort. I hope we're not done in the transfer window because I agree, Colin. That's what we need. I, whether we've got designs, anyone, I don't know, but we are massively lacking in that physical kind of player. They're all pretty nice footballers, and it's that grit we absolutely I, miss. That Kyle Dempsey isn't isn't that player, and I don't I don't see why people think he is. He is. He, 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 yeah, he likes to put his foot in, but he isn't that player. He isn't going to dominate midfield in, from a physical yeah. perspective because he isn't a physical player on that pitch. You know, he he, he wants to influence the, the game on, from an offensive perspective, not a, not a defensive perspective. And Sheehan and Morley as a two just doesn't work no. against against play, teams playing that, that style. Um, and getting Thomason has the, has the potential to be it. Uh, he's, he's just yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, he may be potentially, yeah, but we need it now, don't we? We need somebody to come in this this summer, this summer window before it closes next week. Yeah, from Lorna, we they need to be polished. They need to be ready. They can't. We don't have the time. Yeah. Jamie Jones has just hit the nail on the head. There's two players out there at the minute, obviously not available, but 
who would who are of that ilk, that that player, which is uh, Max Power and Luke 09 at Sunderland. That kind of player is exactly yeah. Andy, Andy Todd from days gone by. Paul Warhurst also mentioned David Thompson, Jay Spearing, Jay Spearing, absolute arseholes in that midfield, and we haven't got it. Not we haven't it. got it. Thomason is a work in progress, and I get that, and I can see yeah. where he can do it. But you, you, you'll see it when he tries to switch to that kind of aggressive, combative, defensive midfielder. He gets carded. His, ta- yeah, his, his, his timing, his tackling timing is 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 not not great. Um, I think and- you know what, right? I think whoever I think someone's put it here. Tom, I think he's called Tom Fourteen. He's just put. Who's on a free? And I think we haven't said that we've moved away from the free market, but I think I think it's needed. If there's a player out there with experience who's played at a higher level, who's on a free, who can play in that in that role, who's just going to break up play, I reckon we try and get get get, get him in, whoever it is. Mm. It's we're lacking. I, it, like I said, I keep saying the same thing. I said it weeks ago weeks ago and we've not addressed it and that, that i was hoping the lad i didn't know a lot about him but i was hoping the lad we've got on loan from brentford was uh paris we're gonna, we're gonna be that player but he isn't he, he's, he's he isn't not. that player at all no he's yeah it's it's wor- it worries me again the, the, against these against oh, these physical can brandon here who's that lad from burton last year on loan from everton he played today. He played today. He played for Everton today. He came on, Brandon, for Everton in the Premier League. So, yeah. but someone like yeah, someone like him that's played at the level. Obviously, yeah, he's yeah. going to be. He's going to be another loan. He isn't ready for the Prem. He's, I think, he's six and a half foot. Perfect. Yeah. It's certainly right. an area that we need to need to be Can looking I talk at. about Burton. Please. Yeah, you're not too penalty, obviously. We're all over the place this yeah. week. Sorry, sorry everybody. <laughs> You've got to give us a little bit of leeway with this. Um, yeah, we, we even though we have got a, a pretty poor record at Burton, there's got to be a reaction. Um, simple as that. It's just as simple as that. There's been no. I mentioned it earlier. We had a. We we spoke about it yesterday. I thought. There should have been maybe an apology in his interview from Everett. Is that weakness? I don't know. I think there's exceptional circumstances, and I thought yesterday was was one of them. Um, but as Anne said, the best way to respond is to go out there and kick the shit out of the team and really show them, show fans that they want it, because that's the only response that's good enough now. And it won't take. It's probably more than one game where it's going to be needed. Well, yeah, they're going to need a reaction against Burton. They're going to need to react to the next home game as well, and, and yeah. show all the show all the punters that obviously have bought all the season tickets and, and continue to pump money into the club that they're actually up for it. Yeah, it was thirty quid a ticket that for non-season ticket holders. Jesus Christ! Oh. That's not thirty quid, is it, Andy? It's thirty quid if you go on your own, but most people this aren't. It? So yeah, it's a, yeah. It's it's a, a ton, isn't it? Really, let alone everything that goes with it. 100 quid in it, at least. Yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> Everybody wants to talk about yesterday. The, the, the responses, we've had loads. Thank you very much again. But it's all venting frustration and trying to sort of. I think it's a healing process, isn't it? So let's all sit down, <laughs> let's unpack it together as friends. Let's talk about it. Is that your therapist voice? <laughs> yeah. Sit on my sofa. Um, right. I've had to do this. In segments, because we, we had a lot of similar comments put different ways from various people. Um, so, and obviously, a lot of it we've we've talked about in the post-match reaction kind of segment. But Vintage White, MB Michael, Noah spoke have all spoken about 
Dion, um, are we a one-man team? Do we need another Dion? Um, Sanson, I, obviously, I mean, the song says it. Rico at the back, Dion in attack. I mean, Rico is probably residing somewhere in White's pocket at the moment. Um, is he bullied by that Premier Grade League One striker? I think there's a there's a shout for it. I think it's an area of his game that, where he can improve. Are we a one-man team? Dion dictates the press. He leads everything from his press and his wasp-like buzzing round at the front. It does dictate play. Could we have done with him yesterday? Yeah. Would it have changed what the outcome was? I very much doubt it. Uh, the man can only do so much. Does he go? Transfer rumours are still abound. Um, the money's good enough, yeah. Yeah, Nixon talking about the percentage cut that Accrington will get from the fee. Um, quite frankly, it's not something I want to consider right now. Do we need another Dion? Um, I would suspect that given and like what we've got, hate what we've got, given what we've got, I would very much doubt that Ebert and Markham will use the remainder of the window, which is very short now, to look for another striker, unless Dion goes. So, which I just can't really, can't process right now. Um, Jack Halliwell, Andrew Ashworth um, spoke about the post-match player silence on social media. I'm quite glad of that, really, to be honest, me personally. What's that called? I'm quite glad of it. Uh, they, should keep think... the, they should keep the mouth shut and 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 and, and do it yeah. on their feet. I, I think it was. I, I think there should have been an element of apology, but however it was phrased by either Ever or Santos in the post match, I don't think that's weak. I think yesterday was except an exceptional circumstance. It's a massive derby game. 25,000 fans turned out, blood and thunder, and we didn't show up. It's inexcusable. Um, we'll apologise next week, Chris. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. But some people do expect that. You know, if players are vocal enough to come out online when we win. They need, well, to, 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 to quote a phrase, they need to man up yeah. next week. Yeah. So, no, 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 no question about that. that. The, 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 um, the fluffy apologising and all that is a lot of... Yeah, I think the side... Yeah, just, for me. just a simple... I don't think they should have come out en masse on social media. People saying they've lost... The, people have lost their Instagram passwords, which I did find quite funny, actually. <laughs> um, a mass, like you say, amount of fluffiness from all concerned would have been... But your, leader, your leadership yeah. level, maybe, just a simple look. It ain't gonna happen again. It was it was poor. It's not good enough. We put it right next Saturday. Bang! Get people fired up. I think that would have been. A well, this is the thing, you know, in it with that. Sorry to interrupt you, Chris. Obviously, you've quite clearly got one opinion of that, and I've quite clearly got the other. And I would suspect that that is probably the same for a lot of people. So yeah. you can't really win either way, can they? Because if they'd have come out and started apologising, I'd have been like, "What the hell are you playing at?" Like, yeah, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear yeah, exactly. it. I don't want to hear it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm with you on that, Ange. But whereas yourself, Chris, and obviously we've not had Ben's thoughts yet, all the people in the chat, but I'm guessing some people will want that. And I do yeah. see that. I do see that angle. Actions yeah. speak louder than words for me. Don't yeah. want yeah. you. Don't want your stories. Especially straight after it. Don't need no. it. Uh, uh, yeah, apologise on Thursday in your pre-match yeah. pre press conference or whatever. Maybe, possibly, yeah. if you want to do that. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. with Andrew on this 100%. Yeah, yeah. I think. Let um, your feet do the talking. Thank you, boys. On the flip side with social media, when you look at the rivalry, the wanting it more bit, um, I saw a post yesterday which I found really interesting, which was from Andy Mozer. Um, and I don't think he comes on the, the pod anyway, but. Anyway, it, it's, it was. It, I thought it was completely valid. If you are, Randy, say hello. Yeah, there were two. Yeah, 
please do. It'd be good to see you on here. Um, there were two or three Wigan players who posted yesterday. Um, S- Stephen Humphreys, uh, another, A, another, whose name I conveniently choose to forget. And I, I also saw James McLean post as well, who, who wished the team looked. He's put a picture of his goal again and go and do it again, worse to that effect or whatever. Um, love him or hate him, which I think we all know. We know which one we do. Yeah, yeah. I think we know which side of the fence we're on there. Regardless, treating a derby in that way and firing people up in that way, I think shows how much they relish the derby challenge more than we do. There was nothing. You know, it's a big game. Fans are passionate about it. Um, I just think it's a, a really, really pertinent point that Andy made on that. And I think it does make a difference. They were revved up to the max for it and we just weren't. So there we go. I think, um, I think sorry, Chris, to add to that. See, I would have liked it because Everett was saying how, how much of a how much of a, a, a big game it is for the fans and all that before the game. And obviously they didn't react like it was a big game in the game. But I think you can you can you can show it's a big game without react without acting like that. It being a big game in your performance in terms of when you're on the pitch, you put your foot in, you win your battles. You know you 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 don't play half-hearted passes like and and, and basically look like you're not interested. That mm. if, if effectively gives you more of a clout than it would be if you started saying good luck, big game, and all that paraphernalia. I wouldn't have minded it if Everett played it and said, you know what, it's just another game. Just to try and kill it a little bit, providing that when they're in game, they're up for it, which is obviously what they weren't. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Brandon's just brought out a point that I was going to bring up, which was they got the big flag out and everything. Like they know how big the game was. The big flag was only out against Barnsley in that playoff. Like they just fell apart. They played to the occasion and not the team, and they absolutely just fell apart. There was no leadership on the pitch anywhere. No, no. I think that moves moves us into David Green's point. I, I really like this. There was a. It was also picked up by Callum Knowledge, who did a cracking piece of analysis on what went wrong. Callum, I just thought it could have been a lot longer. What you put together, <laughs> to be honest with you, he could have filmed Twitter twice over. But I thought what you actually put together was excellent. Um, and one of the points that David. Green made, which you touched upon, Callum, which was typically we would play a combination of zonal and man-to-man marking. That's typically Everts go to that corner for the first goal. And we all know what happens when we get the first goals. That's not question, it's not in question. They got the first goal, our confidence went, and we had three players marking four Wigan players with the extra man being left to Josh Sheehan, I think it was. What what was that? Corner in the first place shouldn't have been conceded. Idell put it behind when he hadn't didn't get a shout. Did he not though? Did he? Need, no. It's loading loud there, isn't it? It's loading there. I don't. I, I can't. I can't get on board with blaming Idell for giving that corner away. He's defending it. I'm not blaming yeah. him. I'm not blaming him. I'm blaming a lack this lack of leadership and communication. Right, okay. There was yeah, nothing. There was nothing. Um so yeah, to, to to David's point, um, yeah, where where did our tactics go? They just went out the window. And that alludes to either a lack of leadership somewhere on the pitch or a lack of leadership from the bench. Setting well, everywhere. The everywhere. Yeah. No, there was none anywhere. No, correct. So we need to learn was his point from that, and I, I, I totally agree. Um, and finally, combination of Dan Berry, Dan Sumner, Jim the Wanderer, and Brandon. Um, lack of physicality in midfield. I think we've already touched upon that, Mr. Berry, in plenty of detail, but a really good point. Um, the rest of the guys who I've just mentioned, their big game mental block, and I think a lot of people have touched on it on social media where they've said, apart from the Papa John's Trophy final, big games, 
do we do we have a turn up? And that's a concern because I think it is. if these lads have got aspirations to play at a higher level, such as obviously the championship, be at the higher level, it will be the next step. Then they're going to get them games every week. Yeah, they're all big games, aren't they? Once you get that, they're going to get them games every week where they're going to be going to to stadiums that have got. You know, away, uh, you know, allocations to be able to give to the away fans of, of three, four thousand every week. There's yeah. going to be an expectation on them every week to perform. So well, if they're not ready for it, then they just can need to look at, You just need to look at yesterday. That's a team that's just been relegated from the championship. Yeah. That league's morphed into something essentially Premier League 2 now. Yeah. A lot bigger of a division in terms of difficulty than it were when we were last in it. And if they're not ready for it, then they need to have a look in the mirror. We need to look at the here and now, though. If we the aspiration this season, the the the, the season on season progress states that we should be top two, not, and, and and we need to be beating those top six teams correct. to get top two. And yeah, it's not started well, has it? No, we need to at least be competing. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. We turn up for God's sake. So it's that's the that's the entry level compete. Derby then, will be interesting. Derby will be interesting in a couple of weeks, won't it? Yeah. 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 Brandon's just mentioned it there. Big games we have lost in the last few years. Wigan 4-0 twice. Wednesday and Ipswich both 2-0. Derby away 2-1. Barnsley in the playoffs. All big games. And you think about the performances in those games. And I'm not going to... I ain't going to murder us too much because I still think that there's there's a that there's a, an opportunity, redemption and a, an improvement. But those games, if you think about those games, Wigan twice, well, well, let's go into that again. Wednesday and Ipswich, both 2 0. The Wednesday game was a, a Santos mistake. Connor Bradley miss with a one on one, but essentially a Santos mistake, which led to the first goal, and then we capitulated. Similar kind of traits that you see in these games where we don't play to the levels we normally play at, we'll make a mistake, a fundamental, basic mistake, and then. Our asses go punished big time. Yeah, and there's a trend. It's, it's, it's funny because I think funny. our problem is we, we don't <laughs> have the resolute to turn a poor performance round because it seems to be at opposite ends of the spectrum. You look at Plymouth at Wembley, we turned up when we played them absolutely off the park, and that's probably mm-hmm. one of the best Bolton Wanderers performances that I've had the pleasure of watching. I'm not mm-hmm. quite as fortunate as. You lot watching us in the the top All flight. Oh, means. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> you look at the the five nil performances back to back last season. You know, there's games like that where we turn up to these games that are of monumental importance. That one uh, was it Portsmouth or Peterborough? What we were five nil. Yeah. Peterborough. Peterborough, Peterborough. Yeah. That that was when you look at that last season, that was a big game, you know. There was it was a history making game for the club. Uh obviously they were doing all right at the time. And, and those performances, you cannot question them. We were unbelievable. And yet on the adverse side of that, you come up against teams even Derby at home last season, I thought the performance was really good. The result just wasn't too cracking. Mm. And yet you look at the other side of it and we have Wigan where we get absolutely turned over. I thought the first game of the season against Ipswich last year, the first half was all right, but the second half was just a complete whitewash. There's no middle ground. It's either we turn up, we play them off the park, we do what we do best and no one has a chance to say otherwise, or we get absolutely turned over. I think a big reason... that what everyone says to plan B, isn't it? It's that that mm. everybody comments on who have no plan B. The players don't seem yeah. to be able to change what they're doing either. And is it, is I it because think they don't it's a case have that of a plan B. Brain? I don't even think it's a case of a plan B because yesterday it wasn't that we needed a plan B. We just needed to do the basics well enough to make plan A work because when plan A works, we get performances like we did against Plymouth, against Derby. And yet when plan A isn't working, you don't need plan B. You just need to do plan A well enough and do the basics right. I think when plan A works, we could beat anyone in this division. But when it doesn't work, we can't just... 
we can't blame the defeat on not having a plan B. We blame the defeat on that we were not good enough doing the basics. Mm. It doesn't matter whether you had a plan B, C, D, or fucking Z. Nothing we could have done yesterday. No formation, no new players in the squad, no substitutions could have changed the outcome of that match because we weren't up for it and we just weren't good enough. Just like to apologize. I just like to apologize to Ben's F bomb. We're not a swearing podcast. Honestly, it's like it swears like a dog. I don't I do understand why he's why why I think what what an issue is is with a lot of this is the inability to be able to change in game to an extent where to completely switch it up, so to speak, and the fact that we're unable to sometimes turn sometimes turn up for these big games. Is because we are dealing with third tier footballers. When 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 you look at the bigger picture, you know you'll look at Sheffield Wednesday's results last season. You'll look at maybe it switches and obviously Plymouth Plymouth when we went to Wembley. You, you do get discrepancies within the fixtures in terms of the you know not turning up for for certain games and getting beat by lesser sides. It's because of the third tier footballers, and I think it's important that we remember that. The, the, the problem for me yesterday, it's just the endeavour. There's what the, the, just wasn't there. You know, you can be you can be crap, but you can try. Do you get what I mean? It was, it was the way they held themselves yeah. and everything. Yeah. They just completely trying is just a basic thing, and they didn't try yeah. yesterday. So I can I, I can kind of accept occasional inept performances because we are dealing with third tier footballs, and they play at the third tier for a reason. Simple as that, whether we like it or not. Over time, you would hope that we would be able to attract players like your Paris McGormas and, and, and Mendes Gomez, who obviously are at a better level. So hopefully they'll be able to perform at a higher level and, and, and perform in game better. But mm. when you look at it, that's a big a, a big problem. And it's a problem for a lot of clubs at this, this level with the expectation that, that, that we have as fans in, in the bigger clubs. Um but they didn't try yesterday, and that's the biggest thing that pissed me off. Agreed. Too many luxury players. Well, uh, you know my thoughts on this screaming out for a defensive midfielder who's six and a half foot. I've been saying it for months. Mm. I'll keep saying it until we get it because it's driving me insane because we lack in the middle of the park. What's wow. everyone saying, Ben? Oh, there's plenty going on in the chat. There is a, a lot of it is just um, points that we've already raised. A lot of it is is you know uh, Ian has said the way to beat a high press like Wigan is to move the damn thing quicker. The way to move the thing quicker is to have confidence in each other. I'm not sure we had that yesterday. Like you said, Colin, the endeavour wasn't there. I don't think we had belief in ourselves that no. we could go out and win that game. There no. was just there was just a, a lack of everything. Um, the quality wasn't there on the day. We know it can be. The belief wasn't there. The endeavour wasn't there. The grit wasn't there. The desire to actually go and win wasn't there. Um, yeah, the, all very, 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 very similar points. Uh, a lot of people saying the same thing. There is no, there is no in single positive from yesterday. And we can normally manage to pull something out of a defeat no, and there nothing. is nothing. There's nothing. nothing. No glimmer. There's nothing. No. But continuing to reiterate that you cannot take anything away from Wigan because they were fantastic. Mm. Simple as that. They were fantastic. Yeah, they certainly were. Uh, and it's, it's interesting, actually, when you look at when we went to um, Lincoln and absolutely rinsed them, um, it's not nice being on the other end of it, really, is it? It's it's all fun and games when you're going to places and turning teams over three 0 But when someone comes, <laughs> someone comes and does it to you, it's a bit of a culture shock. Well, they just need to not apologise. They need to roll the sleeves up. They need to man up, and they need to absolutely batter Burton next week. Simple as that. And I know that that phrase isn't really liked, but that's a simple fact of the matter. They need to show us that they that that they want it and grow some kahunas. Because yesterday they had zero kahunas. It's weird though, isn't it? Because it's a different team than last time. It, but the same, I, I just can't get my head around that. The similarities are just unbelievable. The parallels are 
are identical and it's like it's two completely different teams. How does that happen anyway? I think it's a little bit, I think a little bit of it is is, is Ian Everts um no. He just he just doesn't want to change his spots, does he? He he sticks to a way that he thinks works and leaves it at that. Mm. Which has its benefits, like you play with. You can't really blame him because no, it's worked before. Games like Plymouth. If we'd have played like we did against Plymouth, we'd have all been sat here thinking, yep, fantastic. We've turned Wigan over. Not a problem. And yet, because it didn't work, we're now at the other side of it where we're thinking, Jesus. It didn't work because the opposition we were playing and the way they played. But we did. No, but it didn't work because they had us sussed completely and the players were. More driven. So well, they were doubling up. They were doubling up on the fullbacks, weren't on the left side and the right side of centre half. That's where the, the the majority of the problems came from. And we didn't react to it in game, or ever didn't react to it in game. He's not telling his wing backs were practically forwards to to drop in and help the mates out when the ball's getting hammered long to the big centre forward who's who's bringing the wingers into play. That, that's it. He's that too goal highlighted it. He's too stuck in his ways, and understandably so, that his methods work, and that's it. But in situations where they don't work, and that's the result. Do you think that's a, a coaching thing, or do you think that's a player thing? As in, do you think the reason it doesn't work is because Everett can't adapt his team, or is it that the players can't team. adapt? He can adapt his team. He just doesn't want to adapt his team. Did MJ mentioned it. Blatant name dropped. Um, it was on MK the pod, mentioned it was on the pod the other day, in case anybody's not seen yeah, it. Yeah, you can, you can catch that on Apple Music, Spotify, and all other streaming channels. Um, well. he, he mentioned it and he said something, and many things are said in jest that he said that Ever is, is, is massively focused on all he wants to do is he, his words were all he wants to do is attack. Yeah, so are we blaming, are we blaming her then for yesterday? <laughs> Third <laughs> for the defensive team. <laughs> but, we didn't even attack part. well, though. So, so no, no, it's no. not like we did one or the other well. No. We, we, we were shite all over. Yeah. Again, I want to apologize to Ben's language. We're not that type yeah. of podcast. Uh, you've, you've dropped one this episode. <laughs> don't come off it. But the point being is that sometimes you can't always have it your own way. Sometimes you've got to, you've got to batten down the hatches. You've got to, whatever. Battle out the trenches, you know, whatever you want to cliche you want to use, but you, you can't have it all your own way, every way. But you have to learn from it. You can't just yeah. keep doing the same thing again. It's the definition of insanity, in it. You've got yes. to learn from these yeah. monumental disasters. Yeah, and we have to learn. We don't lose, we learn. <laughs> and on that Absolutely. note i think that brings today's episode to a close thank you all very much for joining this is probably one of the more lively episodes we've had so perhaps we need to start losing more often no benjamin do not say it i'd rather have nobody watching and win everywhere and win than three yeah. points <laughs> yeah but it's good that but you're yeah. coming it's good that you're coming in the chat because you're getting it off your chest you're not just sitting you know, on 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 Twitter, right, in abuse at football, yeah, and all that. Into the void. People that shouldn't <laughs> definitely stop tagging players into tweets. It's yeah, absolutely it, 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 you mentioned it earlier. Can we stop abusing players? Yeah, if you want to, if you want to have a look at it and what impacts it has, and I'm not plugging, I'm not using this to plug a podcast because I'd just be twisted. But if you watch the Kachunga podcast and watch what he actually tells us about when he was. Basically, used as a scapegoat personally, like Danny's being well, at the moment, by the way, yeah. for people who are watching who, who, who are constantly having a, having a go, having a go at him. Yeah, it, it, just have a just have a watch of it and see what he says and what it does, how it impacted him and how it impacted his family. It's all it's all right, constructive and venting is fair enough, but when you're isolating players and tagging them. With abuse, give you it's not okay. Yeah, it's really not okay. You want to be a troll? Go and troll somewhere else. The thing is, though, every single one of them did, was was poor yesterday. Every single one yeah. of them. There's no matter the Yeah. So individuals is just pathetic, especially to yeah. abuse them as well. Yeah. 
it comes back to that old saying, you win as a team and you lose as a team. And that's, it's true in, in every yeah. scenario. Just, yeah. you know, if you're going to praise the team. It's very different, Brandon. Absolutely spot on. Absolutely yeah, spot absolutely. on. Um, but yeah, the whole tagging players into it, it's just, yeah, blows my mind. Um, and, and, I, and I, I, don't, I hope you don't mind me saying this, Ben, but if, if anybody on here feels that they, they are comfortable with doing that, we we don't want you anything anywhere near us. If you feel that abusing players directly on social media and picking them out and abusing them is, is acceptable, you can do one. All right? Yeah. Or sliding in DMs or any of that business. Yeah, any of that. No. Do it in your group chat. You can almost guarantee none of them would say it to the faces. Oh, absolutely. So there you go. Yeah. So anyway, ran over. That's a common theme with Twitter. Um, but yeah. We shall catch you all in the next one. Uh, thank you all very much for tuning in. We appreciate you jumping on the live chat massively. Uh, you're all absolute troopers tuning in uh, after after that shower of... Uh, I can't say enough. <laughs> Learning what it's called, No, stop swearing. We're not, we're not that podcast. No, we don't. Um, we're not. And Brandon, I know it wasn't you, mate. I know it wasn't you. And I'm not singling out yeah. anybody. I'm just carte launch, cross the piece. Anybody who feels it's all right to do that. Sling your rock. Yeah. Did you just yeah. Yeah. Get on You're not allowed to do that. We're not that podcast. We're not that podcast. Stop it. We're supposed to do it. Peace. It's peace, isn't it? Peace yeah. out. Peace. Love. Love. We will catch you all in the next one. Thank you very much for watching and take care. Come on, you white.